Hey guys, welcome back to uh, After Taps, the podcast with co-host Eric Marshall and Tim Flanagan. Uh, this is the fourth installment here. It's going to be a little bit different than what we normally do. Instead of doing an interview about athletics, we are joined here by one of my closest friends, Jackson Mosby, and we're going to talk about music and uh, what's going on in the in the public world of uh, artists and genres and all that good stuff. Uh, Tim, I think you got a couple things you want to say before we kick off here. Yeah, just so uh, before we start the interview here, I just want to you know make a make a public statement, uh, uh, apologizing for the comments I made about the girls across team. I think some people took it out of context what I meant, and it might not have come out right. I mean, Ricky woke me up at eleven thirty at night to film the intro. I mean, that it's not really an excuse, but I just wanted to apologize. Say I meant more like. Compared to to like the boys prep team on campus, like the skill skill wise is very different. I wasn't wasn't meant to be any negative connotation towards the lacrosse team. I mean, like I said, they are still very fun to watch. So I just want to throw that one out there for you guys. So once again, I apologize for the, the comments made. But other than that, it was a pretty successful week on campus for the teams around here. The baseball team went four and zero this past week, and right now we're number thirteen in our class. So that's pretty exciting. That's pretty unreal. I mean, the baseball team hasn't been ranked that high in a while. I, I, I don't ever, think. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we've got a pretty good squad. We're definitely gonna have them on the show pretty soon here, kind of get their uh, the inside look of the baseball team here on campus. Um, but going back to the girls lacrosse team, I mean, obviously we we mean no uh, aggression towards them at all. Like uh, today, I did get the the opportunity to pop out to the second half of the varsity game and then the first half of uh, the JV game. So. Always going out and supporting the teams, no matter no matter what. We uh we always do our best to show support and show some team spirit. Has uh nothing better than getting out there and uh, bringing our community closer as a whole. Yeah, especially right now. I mean, like they can't leave campus, can't really do anything. So I mean, when everyone's complaining about being bored, go 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 find your friends, go to a game. You know, like sometimes you make some of your best memories like just messing around in the game. So like just go support the other people at Coles right now. When I'm on the field and I see my friends in the stands and I, I see that they uh, they care and support what I'm doing, I think it just, just kind of helps me play, to be honest. So, you know, when you're when you're down and bored, just find some friends, go to a game, just have some fun. Yeah, absolutely. I, I completely agree. Too many kids are kind of wasting opportunity here on campus right now, Tim. I think, like, I think on Saturday I was up, up early. I was at the dining hall at 8.30 and then at the golf course by 9.00. Played front four with uh, six of my closest buddies, and then immediately after that, we were at the girls' tennis match, over to the baseball games, and then over to the Sadie's dinner dance. So we were, we got around to all the all the different events here on campus, and while some people were just chilling in their rooms, I mean, it, it's an unbelievable opportunity we have here, and I think people, more people need to realize that and kind of get out and get after it, kind of uh, have some fun while they're here, especially since it's. Uh, Almost over. Yeah, know? yeah, I definitely agree. I too had a pretty busy Saturday. Yeah. Know, Saturday morning for the ACT. 
Uh, our the guy we have on the podcast today was yeah. there too. <laughs> he was actually in my room. Definitely bombed that one. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, and then after that, I had a baseball game. Then we had Katie's right after that. I think we can kind of talk. I mean, we can kind of tie this into our interview. And then we're talking about the genre of music today, and I think we can talk about the uh, the music played at Sadie's. So I think that's a perfect segue into our our interview today, featuring Jackson Mosby. Yeah, so uh, right before we go into that, Tim, we, we got to explain the Sadie's Dinner Dance. I mean, some of the listeners and the viewers might not uh, completely understand what that is. They, they might not know because uh, they're not all Culver students. So uh, the Sadie's Dinner Dance is like one of the one of the times that the students here on campus can get into formal or semi-formal clothes. I mean, you'll see it, most of the juniors will dress up a lot more than the seniors because... Uh, or the underclassmen, I should say, because seniors have the second event, the senior dinner dance, which is coming up. Um, but it's it's a good time. Everybody has a lot of fun. We have the white tablecloth dinner right before, and then everybody kind of goes out and takes a bunch of photos. I mean, I I've heard from a lot of people. I don't personally have Instagram, but a lot of people oh, yeah, were talking about Instagram how many. Instagram was going crazy with posts, <laughs> as I would imagine. So then uh, after all the photos, people kind of gather up, and we walked over to Epley and. Kind of had a a modified mosh dance, whatever you want to call it, with a live DJ and some flashing lights, and I I think it was pretty fun overall. Yeah, I just want to jump in here real quick. I thought it was a lot better than the other dances that we've done, just because of the limited space we had. Yeah. Um, yeah. like in the gym or something like that, we always had these huge spaces that just make everything seem so much smaller. You know, since we had such a small space, the music was louder, everyone was closer together. And I feel like it was a lot more fun, and um, everyone enjoyed it a little bit more. Yeah, and I think really to kind of compare to the other dance we had this year, which is fall ball, which is another formal one. Uh, that one, uh, we were outside for that. No one really stayed to hear the music. It was take pictures, do officers figure, and then leave. So I think having a lot more people in such a smaller space as well, louder music. I think that just made this this environment so much better. Yeah. So, ladies and gentlemen, uh, the, the third person that would just jumped in with us, that's uh, Jackson Mosby, two-year U16 hockey player, uh, junior here on campus. Uh, Jackson, good. you want to uh, go ahead and introduce yourself, where you're from, what, what you're all about? Yeah, I mean, like you said, I'm Jackson. I'm from Columbus, Ohio. Came here for hockey. I mean, I, I play lacrosse. I used to play lacrosse, but um, never been that good at it, so kind of let that one go when I got here. Uh, I love to be here. I love... Um, hanging out with my friends and doing stuff like this. So, yeah, I'm really excited. I'm very passionate about music, so I guess we'll see how this goes. Hey, thanks a lot for jumping on the show. We're, we're really happy to have you here. Yeah, of course. Um, Jackson, I was just going to ask you a question. I can't remember uh, I mean, what it was. I can't remember. I, yeah, I got go one. So, like, just talk, talk about music. Yeah. You know, that's, like, that's the thing in the morning. You mm-hmm. come back from breakfast, and then it's 30 minutes before classes. Yep. Everyone's got different music going on. So, what's your... Your go-to just playlist in the morning. So my go-to in the morning is, believe it or not, it's gonna be either metal or it's gonna be eighties. I love my old school. All right, metal, yeah. man, that's uh, yeah, quite quite extreme for seven thirty to yeah. eight. Hey, hey, it wakes me up. It wakes yeah, me up. It definitely. I mean, I don't think the I don't think the boys across the hall enjoy it. Uh, at 7.15 a.m., but it definitely wakes me up. Yeah, yeah I mean, whatever works for you, right? Yeah, I exactly. guess so. Jeez. But, I mean, I love all types of music. 
Uh, I listen, I'd say majority of the time I do listen to hip-hop, uh, modern hip-hop and those types of things. But I do, I do branch out into uh, rock and roll, um, EDM, 80s. I don't, I don't think I go any later than 80s, um, just because I think, I mean, that's the golden age of music. Yeah. I'm, I'm yeah. assuming you guys agree yeah, on that. I, I think we all do. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, but, I mean, yeah, I love those types of things. and I love branching out and hearing new things. So, Jackson, I'm, I'm going to let just make this known. I'm going to call him Mo for most of the show. Yeah. Because uh, his last name is Mosby, and a lot of people call him Mo or J-Mo. So. Yeah, I got a lot of names. Yeah. Good and bad. <laughs> <laughs> so, Mo, um, kind of like Tim's question, but I know you're really into cars, too. Oh, yeah. And uh, sound systems are huge. Oh, my gosh. So, I know, just picture this. You jump into your favorite car. Oh, yeah. Whatever it might be right now. Yep. And it's got just the fattest sound system, one of the best you've ever heard. Yes, sir. Go-to song. Deep. It's got a nice deep bass. Well, I'm thinking if I've got subs in the back, I'm thinking like a a, a twin twelve system, some six and a half mids up front. Yep. yep. I'm thinking. I mean, ah, I gotta go with some sort of gunna. I'm thinking Skybox gunna. maybe. Yeah. Skybox like, by Gunna. And I, I mean, it was kind of my first one that. Went on the top of my head just because I mean I've got subs at home I've got a mm-hmm. I've got a twelve inch Rockford Fosgate probably don't know what those are but um, and just those types of electric um, beats and those Skybox or those Gunna songs and Skybox in particular just sound phenomenal just the bass on those songs just sound unreal mm-hmm. so that'll definitely be my go to yeah Gunna Gunna is always a good go to oh, yeah. in the car I mean his like you said his beats. Always tough, and they're just so simple too. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's like some like repetitive, but like just simple, nice mm-hmm. beats. Too. And, got that nice eight oh eight. And no yeah. matter what, if if you have no idea what he's saying, which most of the time I absolutely have <laughs> no idea what he's saying, you can always bop with it. Like yeah, even if it's the first time I've heard the song, I'm always bopping with the song, no yeah, matter what. That's so true. I mean, oh man, like. I don't know. I think if I had a car, like brand new car, brand new sound system in there, I think I had to play some future. Okay, you know, future. I'm, okay, yeah, I, okay. Like, I like future. I like listening to future. I'm. I know me. Me and Ethan Stone around here are known as the Travis Scott boys. <laughs> okay. All right. But, yeah, I like Travis too. But I think. But I think first song I'm I'm bumping on there might just be "Move That Dope" by Future. Okay. Okay. You know, That's an interesting take. Yeah. Deep, deep bass. Take. Yeah. Future. Future for me is. It's either it's either a hit, a huge hit, or it's a miss. Yeah, that's yeah, really true. Yeah. I, I don't know a lot of in-betweens with Future just because of, um, I mean, like, obviously he has a lot of overplayed songs like Mask Off, um, those songs. Yeah. I mean, it, they're fire, but they're really overplayed. Uh-huh. Um, one thing I do want to add is besides those Gunna songs, i got to go with my boy Polo G. Okay. Um, my boy oh. Polo G, the GOAT. And I the say goat. the goat. Oh, the goat. Hey, I say the goat very strongly, and I know we've been we've been to get an argument about it, um, because there's a lot of debates whether who's the goat and who's the hottest out now. Um, I'm gonna say I'm not gonna say the all time goat, but I am gonna say the quote unquote modern day hip hop goat I mean, is I, Polo G. I did just see what rap star just went platinum. Oh yeah, I yeah. Saw already, already, already. already. Yeah, it's crazy. I know I've been. I've been bumping that one a little, a little too much lately. You know, it's been stuck in my head. I mean, it's just crazy. He's been so successful. I mean, I know I used to not really like him that much, and I started getting into him a little more here. And you know, he's really kind of grown on me. And I've, I've been bumping rap star lately. Yeah. No, I, I do, I do listen to a lot of Polo G. Uh huh. I'm gonna admit, Polo G. He's very lyrical. I mean, we're gonna talk about that. I'm sure. Um, 
but I don't know if you could call him the GOAT of modern day rap okay. quite yet. Okay. Well, but hold on, I want to go back to you guys both got to answer what your first song would be. Yeah, oh, hey, go yeah, for yeah, it. Yeah, go for it. So, so, so I mean, some push ice. Yeah. Nah, nah. <laughs> hey, he's far too though. Yeah, he's far too. Yeah, his beats go tough, <laughs> and then you'd have a really deep bass. His ad libs go stupid. Yeah. yeah. But for me, I like, I like Lil Baby. Oh, yeah. Okay. He's, yeah, he's, yeah. I think he's That's fire. But I also love my EDM. Okay. Ooh, right. So I'd have to go with Why Do You Lie To Me by AS7 okay. and Lil right. Baby. Because yeah. it mixes that, that uh, trap with that EDM. It's favorite thing. And it gets, it gets that hard okay. bass bumping. Yeah. yeah. It gets head, heads moving, you know? That's fair. Yeah. So. yeah. I mean, that's completely understandable. I've, um, like I said earlier, I love all types of music, but I've never really been able to constantly rock with EDM, like, consistently. Yeah. I mean, I love uh, listening to it here and there and at parties and whatnot, but... Um, it's definitely not probably my my top or my go to, yeah. but I mean, yeah, there's some fire EDM songs. Out yeah, there. I was gonna say EDM's kind of like a like maybe like a pregame kind of thing, yeah. like maybe maybe a party kind of thing. You like usually party maybe like especially high school dances. Man. Mm-hmm. They but, love hard those hard bass drops at high school dances. They get everyone moshing together. I think that's like. I think that's like the goal of EDM. Yeah, yeah, it's and like the festival music. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The EDM, what's crazy and what's taking over music right now is the EDM festivals. Yeah, and uh, I know um, I, people from the Midwest probably heard of Breakaway. It's in Ohio. It's it's an EDM uh, kind of electric festival, and it's like four days long. It is unreal, and just this the EDM concerts mm-hmm. are just so different from any other concert. Yeah, they just have such yeah. a different like um, vibe and like yeah. environment, and it's wild. And it's typically younger, it's younger kids. It's typically, um, I'd say, college kids. You don't see many older adults at EDM festivals and EDM concerts. That's why I think it's so great. Is um, like younger generation can kind of, kind of relate and um, be at these concerts together. I'd say that kind that kind of be the the U.S. vibe, but yeah. I mean, you see like Tomorrowland and these European oh, yeah. shows, and you get these. These young adults, you know, like the twenty and thirty year old people who are who are out there and just vibing to the music. I mean, uh, on the top of EDM, I mean, nobody loves EDM more than uh, our buddy Keon Hamilton. Oh my God, <laughs> that mean, kid! You know, you know, it doesn't matter what time of the day it is. He's <laughs> always bumping Fisher, Dimitri Vegas, like Mike, any of those guys. Oh yeah, you know? I'm always hearing it in the hallway. We go, yeah. we go a year back. I remember Nick Hiddle and Trey Galloway, like the first weekend of school. You know, they, it, we had a bonfire in the, at, like, the Naval Beach, and those two brought it, one of those big speakers, and we're just yeah. blasting EDM. I remember Trey was always good for some EDM. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's a great vibe. Yeah. Don't get me wrong, it's a great vibe. Yeah, shout out Trey. He always he always got the people moving. He really I mean, did. I mean, even even when it was 11.30 at night in the barracks, yeah. he, got, he got people Adults moving. yelling at yeah. us. We got all the leaders he yelling. He didn't even care, yeah, man. Not, not no, care. no chance. Yeah. No chance. He was something else. He dominated the basketball court here, too. (laughs) Let me tell you, he was so vicious during practices, man. Like, always throwing down some two-hand slams off the backboard. Yeah, for real. Well, I mean, not not on the music topic, but, I mean, going to IU this year, and he didn't uh, read an article, and I talked to him all the time. He he said he didn't expect too much playing time going into the season, but towards the end, he was, what, fifth, sixth man? Yeah, he was was starting at one point. Yeah, yeah. I I would... I would always see some boys in the lounge watching the games. I'd peek in and 
I mean, nine times out of ten, I'd see him on the court. Yeah, number yeah. 32, man. He yeah. can't miss him. He said he grew out his hair. <laughs> yeah, on sir. Yeah. He's got the I, letty now. He, he was always, yeah. always tend to grow out the hair here at Culver. Sergeant yeah. Hughes got on him, but he finally let it go, man. But, I mean, we can – so I think it's – I just want to bring it back to kind of EDM there. Like, yeah, you know, yeah, always, yeah. You, Even guys that are playing Division One basketball right now, you know, they're like, they're bumping the same stuff Q and Hamilton's bumping. Like, <laughs> yeah. I mean, no, like, no hate to Q, I'm just saying. Like. Of course, of course. Yeah. And one thing I want to bring up, um, there's a lot of new stuff that's out right now. And one big thing that I've been hearing a lot about, within hip-hop at least, is the new Slime Language 2 album. Yo. Sli- Slime Language 3, isn't it? No, it's 2. It's 2. Yeah, okay, okay. Slime Language and, 2, then. And my God, it's got a lot of songs. They have so many. Features. How long? How long it's, is that track I think list? It's thirty. I'll, I'll, it's almost it's almost thirty. Almost it's, thirty, yeah, give or it take. It is long, man. Give or take. And and the features on that album are are unreal. Like the features, there's the feature there's like, melody. Yeah. There's there's baby. There's all sorts of features. You got you got Drake, Rowdy Rebel, Uzi, oh, yeah. Future, Jeez. uh, Lil Keed. I mean, you Kid Cudi. The list goes you, on. You can look. 23 songs. I'm 20, sorry. 23 songs. 23 yeah, songs. Yeah. And that, yeah, that's a large album. And well, I mean, what, are your, what are your thoughts on the album? So, I mean, it's long. It's got a lot I mean, of features. Hey, I'm going to be I'm gonna be honest before we jump in here. I haven't listened to the whole thing. Okay. I, okay. I, 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 I haven't like, either. I, 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 I've listened, <laughs> to, I've listened to most of it. I listened okay, to most okay. of it. And I mean, I to got be a completely couple favorites, honest, I think it's brutal. You think it's brutal? <laughs> you think it's brutal? I, I, I think it's brutal. I, I don't like it. All right, I'm going to be honest. Like, I mean, I haven't always usually, like, I haven't always liked Young Thug. Yeah, I mean, yeah. like some of his music's really good. Like I like some of his music. Uh, I mean, sometimes he just drops some out some duds, right? But yeah, like, I, I like I said, being the Travis guy myself, me and me and Ethan Stone, I, I was always he's like, "Yo, you gotta listen to Diamonds Dancing right now, bro." Like that one goes hard. You know? Oh yeah. I got out of the shower. I turned that one on. I was like, "Okay, like I'm yeah. messing with that one." Man. Yeah. Was, uh, like, yeah. I think it's and it's like Woke Star was the other one. I was going back to that album, like. Out of probably the 18 to 20 songs that I've listened to, I've found maybe three that I've been able to yeah. actually, in, like, actually bop with. Mm-hmm. And most of it is just, like, I, I like Young Thug and uh, Young Stoner Life and all those guys. And the thing is, it's just, it's so whiny. It's yeah. just yeah. so it's that, whiny. It's that, low, that high, it's or a high auto pitch. And that's like the little key vibe. And Diamond Sanson featuring Travis Scott is on there. It's good. Solid featuring Drake is is good, and mm-hmm. then Ski, Ski with Young Thug and Gunna, like that one goes hard. I mean, Young, yeah. young Thug and Gunna together always. Yeah. Goes hard, oh yeah, without yeah. a doubt. Or like, doubt. I mean, I mean, getting off the topic of slime language too, but like still Young Thug, Drake and Future, D4L on Dark Demo tapes. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you guys. Yeah, know that oh, one. we all remember that one. Yeah, that one goes hard too. Like I mean, like like I said, Young Thug is he? I mean, he's known for dropping some bangers, but. Mm-hmm. Also known for dropping some duds sometimes. Yeah, too, yeah. I mean, it's a hit or miss. I think S- similar to Future, like Young yeah. Thug's one of those guys. Um, I mean, Gunna, on the other hand, he's. Um, I wouldn't say he's whiny, but he does have that mumble vibe. Yeah. But he's dropping bangers after. Bangers. I feel like. Yeah, I mean, I I, I like Gunna a lot. Right? I do. Gunna is like, tough. I think a lot of his songs are very similar though. Yeah, so, true. So I think like if you like one of them, you'll probably like all of them. Yeah, right? I mean, except. Well, I mean, I, I like his breakout album uh, with Lil Baby, uh-huh. Grip Too Hard. Yeah, oh, my yes. God. Yeah. That album, yeah. probably one of my top five albums okay. to, this, to this day, of I have to say. Like, to date, completely. To date. Okay, for, wow. for rap, for modern rap. Okay. Modern rap, I okay. gotta say. Because, yeah. I mean, that, that broke that broke Lil Baby out, yeah. and I mean... 
Hot take, little baby. baby. I think the goat right now. Oh, I think he's a modern mean, day goat. I, mean, I, I can't argue with that. Like, I mean, my summer baseball team would always have a conversation while we're warming up, like, yeah. going catch for like, who's like, who's the goat? People would be like, oh, like Polo G. He's like, we had this one kid who always talked about Lil Uzi. You're like, all right, like, yeah, yeah, nah, yeah he's nah, far, nah. but I mean, nah. yeah. like, I always argue Lil Baby. Like, right now, I mean, yeah. he's my favorite person to listen to, probably him and Trial. Okay, and I'd say, I mean, yeah, it's. Like I said, and like we've discussed, it's such a debatable topic because it's all opinionated. But I do think, I do put Polo G above Lil Baby. And that's just because when I listen to Lil Baby, like his beats are fire. His his features fire. The way he takes over songs is absolutely unreal. Like, for example, the song he took over with Drake, uh, Wants and Needs by Drake. Right. That yeah. song is, is unreal. But it's Unbelievable. Just, it's, I say that's a Lil Baby song. Yeah, yeah, the second little baby. I, I think everybody would agree. agree. The second little baby hops on that track. The second little baby hops on any track. That's his song. Yeah, yeah, that ain't that I, ain't your song. I agree, no with, I agree with yeah. that one. That's that's a good take. That's, like, that's definitely that, yeah. a good opinion there. For but real. let me ask you this then: What constitutes to make a rapper the goat? I what mean, what makes the rapper? I mean, modern day essentially. What what makes him the goat? The I amount think, of top hits, like what? I think um, I think it's less. A lot of people say that. It's the consistently uh, the consistency of how much you put out, mm-hmm. but I think it's more about the things that you put out are always hits. Yeah, and I, I think I that Lil Baby a hundred percent puts out more, but I do think that Polo G puts out more hits. His his consistency of hits is more consistent. Yeah, yeah. I mean it 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 goes back and forth. Yeah, I no, mean realistically yeah, yeah, it goes yeah. back and forth yeah. hit for and hit. Polo, Polo G does drop more singles. Yeah, he does yeah, drop a lot more does. singles. And yeah. all of his singles are hits. But they all hit. Yeah, they don't. They don't miss. They do I mean, when's the last miss. time Polo dropped like a single or even an album that missed? I mean, I don't. I don't think ever. Yeah, I don't think. I mean, ever. it goes way back to what's what's that song you put me the, on a couple weeks up. ago? The come, the come up. up. Yeah. I think it was like 2017, yeah. 2016, maybe eighteen. But I think the first song that got me into Polo G. I mean, I was a little late on the trend, but I was it was pop out. Oh, I mean, Rama. of course, of course, it's iconic. Yeah, I feel like that was iconic, right? Yeah, I mean, that was the first. That was the first modern uh, day like duo. It was always yeah, Polo yes, G, Lil TJ. Yes, yeah. Now we got Lil Baby and Gunna. Yeah, you know yes. what I'm saying? Like everybody's jumping on. We that. got we got I mean, these. I mean, I mean, it started with Drake and Future. Right? Oh like, yeah, like, those, 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 like, like, those, yeah, those yeah. are the two that started like yo, like these two. Whenever they make a hit together, it's it's a hit. It's, like, yeah. and it's just these certain people, yeah. these certain groups of people. That the second they hop on a track together, it just signifies it's, to everyone like that's about a hit. Yeah. Uh, I, like, even in, you know, what was, honestly, I don't remember what the last, like, Future and Drake one was. I mean, like, yeah, D4O was, like, recently. But, Whoa, like, man, you can't forget like, Life is Good. Yeah, okay, no, I know. I was going to say, I was going to say. That overplayed. Thing, it was so, it, it was, I, was, I, I Hold on a minute, hold on a minute. I was going to get into Life is, Life is Good. Okay, okay. Right? Like, that, that's probably been the most recent one, just those two, and. I thought it was I thought it was a good song, right? Like I didn't think it was bad, and then and then people started bumping it yeah, way too much, way too much. Right? Like I think that it didn't really like ruin the song necessarily, but it it didn't help the song. Yeah. Well, what about when they dropped the remix to that song? Yeah, I didn't thought the remix was bad. I, the, okay. I, I can't think on the top of my head the uh, that, that remix. Well, so I know I know the remix had Lil Baby and the Baby on the remix. And Lil Baby's verse might be one of the hardest features I've ever heard. Uh, like, hands down. I mean, he's got, like we talked about, a bunch of features. and But that, that's one of my top features from Lil Baby. And one big thing that, um, that I've noticed these, 
these modern day rappers are doing is these out these group albums. Have you noticed those? Yes. The yes. new album, um, it's called it's with Lil Durk, only the only family. The family. Lil, yeah, yeah, Lil Durk. Yeah. And um, another one has uh, yeah, it's another it's another little oh, it's the Judas and the Black Messiah album where it's the group of all the groups of rappers and it's just a ton of these rappers. No one claims that um the album. Mm-hmm. It's just they all hop on it and they all go crazy. Yeah, and they have these unreal features on them. Yeah, I mean I mess with them personally. I mean like uh, OTF, only the family with Dirk and all those guys. That just kind of yeah jump yeah jump memo six hundred feature that one goes yeah. crazy and, and let it blow with little yeah Uzi. yeah I mean a lot of these a lot of these uh these like multi recording artist albums I mean I don't want to get too controversial but it's like it's all their gangs you know yeah. and they kind of just rap with their with yeah. their boys I mean that's sure. that's kind of there's nothing more fun than doing that so yeah, that's why they're real. always dropping hits I feel hit like after hit. We we're talking a lot about like mo- like really modern kind of mumble rap guys, but the first really I don't even know if you can consider from a rapper that much kind of R and B. J Cole, twenty four. I mean, no, he's a rapper. He's, no, he's, he's a rapper. rapper. He's, he's definitely a rapper. Definitely a rapper. I, all right, without okay, a doubt. Okay, yeah. but I feel like it's kind of borderline because some of his songs are a lot more just lyrical, laid back. Oh, that's that's, well, that's what rap. That's is. what rap. All right, yeah. I guess it's fair. I feel like yeah. when, like when I think of rap, I feel like I think of mumble rap. No, like, when I think of rap, I'm thinking of the Kanye West, yeah, the J. Cole, okay, okay. the Kendrick Lamar. The so that's like two, early 2000s. I think I think that was, I, I think 2014 Forest Hills Drive, one and, of the best albums to ever drop. Yeah. And quote and I quoted earlier. I'm pretty sure I got this right. Was when I said the goat and these things, I was saying hip hop. And to me. Hip hop and rap are completely right. two different. Okay, yeah, I can. Okay. Agree. I can yeah. agree with you and a lot that. of people don't that. understand that idea, but I think that rap is that lyrical, the, those lyrical geniuses, like the Eminem, like I said, the Kanye West. Mm-hmm. Like Kanye mm-hmm. West might be my favorite, uh, my favorite rapper and hip hop artist, whatever you want to call 100%. it. But I think, and I'm just gonna go out and say it. I'm gonna probably offend a lot of people, but. <laughs> I don't think the the gunners and the like a lot of these the the young thugs are actually rappers. I think it's hip hop without a doubt. Hmm. But I have trouble calling them rappers. Yeah, yeah. I I mean I completely agree with you on like the like they're they're two separate genres, but we kind of all group them under rap. Like, yeah, yeah. I don't think you can really compare Kanye West and like to to Gunna. Mm-hmm. Well, then, well, what my question would be then what. What's the difference between hip hop and rap? I know you said lyrics and stuff, but I mean, as as the game starts to change, I mean, we're getting all these drill beats. Oh you know? yeah, that's a whole nother. But is that a, under rap still? Like, I mean, what what kind of beat would you would you expect on a hip hop song versus a a rap song? Because like when I hear hip hop, I'm thinking like something that's gonna be a little bit more fast paced, kind of dancing to you know. And then rap, I think of like the lyrical like. More yeah. of the the rhyming scheme. Yeah, you know? and I I will will order it more about the words and less about the beats because, for example, Kanye West, if you go on his stuff between like two thousand and two thousand ten, two thousand eleven, and and whatnot, he will he will go on whatever beat. It mm-hmm. doesn't matter what beat it is. He'll be he'll be playing a trap beat, and the next one he'll play he'll rap over a, a beat that you that you'd hear in church. 
Yeah, yeah. Like, my, like my beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy, it featured so many different beats. You know, mm-hmm. he, he was, like, like I said, he was able to rap like so many different things. Like, I mean, you go from power to all the lights. And then like right? Life of Pablo. Yeah. yeah that yeah. album. That one was so for diverse. Me, for me, I think Life of Pablo is my favorite album out, period. Really? Yeah. Really? Okay. That's, that's controversial. Yeah. No, it, it is. It is. It is. Like, of, all of this is controversial. Yeah, I know. I know. I just saying, like, a lot of people argue, like, my beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy is number one, graduation, and then mm-hmm. college dropout. Uh, yeah. But I mean, Life of Pablo. Life, all day. I, I'll say, like, there's there are some good songs on Life of Pablo. I won't lie. Like, I'm for really, example, like, for example, like everyone knows, everyone knows the. The Saint Pablo, the the waves, the Father stretched my hands, part yeah, one. Like that's yeah. that's the number one. I mean, even wolves, wolves. Yeah, I'll yeah, yeah, just say it too. too. Like, everyone, yeah. everyone, that one blew up but, too. But no one's heard of like people don't really hear of fade or or ultra light beam. I know it's if you go on Apple Music, it's it's favorited. But and like low lights and freestyle four and I love Kanye. Like mm-hmm. people don't under like really hear about these songs, but they're just so lyrical. He 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 really is a lyrical genius and. Even though he's going through a ton of mental mental illnesses right now, he really he really changed the game forever, and he was yeah. he was a lyrical genius. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I can't argue that. I'm gonna be honest with you, like I didn't listen to the entire Life of Pablo album, right? Like mm-hmm. I've been a big Kanye guy. Again. Yeah, I'm from Chicago, around like that area. Kanye's big from Chicago. Everyone knows that. And I mean, I've always kind of like liked it. My brother grew up. He, I mean, he's five years older than me, so he introduced me to. Kanye was one of the first guys, so like that's who I kind of like started listening to first. I think Kanye and Jay Z, right when they dropped, uh, yep. what was it, the uh, Watch the Throne album? I yeah. think that was really the, like what first got me into like rap, and I, I was in like first grade. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, I was like, and so I think like that's kind of where it started, bro. But yeah. I, I and to another him. song by Kanye, and um, I know, so we're t- kind of going older, and if you. Like I don't know if a lot of people have heard of uh, my boy Young Jeezy with uh with put on put on Young Jeezy yeah yeah West. yeah yeah um that song just goes crazy and um also like I know I've talked to Ricky about this before like a lot of these lesser known rappers like Tech Nine yep um yep. and I and then uh, we have uh, Yellow Wolf we've got uh, Chris Calico Stevie Stone they're they're really um and people will probably have to look them up to see them but if you guys get a chance to look those guys up they're they're just unreal they're all lyrical geniuses yeah all these underground guys yeah and and they might not be maybe um on the media the most entertaining they don't get they don't get the most hype maybe their their their, uh concerts aren't like the most uh like videoed or the most uh they don't have as much financial capabilities as these bigger name guys are or have but they're just they're all lyrical geniuses and the ways that they can they the ways that they can manipulate these words are unreal. Yeah, yeah. So, kind of switching gears a little bit, we've talked about kind of early two thousands, two thousand tens, and then we talk about more more modern uh, yeah. rap, hip hop. But in this entire conversation, we have yet to mention Drake. Where does Drake stand in your opinion? We go right because like, I mean, for for in the last twenty years, Drake has to be the goat. I mean, from 2009... He's been... Yeah, I was going to say, he's been dropping music. But not just music. Not just music. Nah. Bangers. Nah, like, stuff I mean, that you're going to hear on the daily. I mean, yeah. my Walker song is Drake. For yeah, me, so my yeah. Walker song is forever. Like, yeah. yeah. Uh, 
I mean, you're shaking dude, your head, man. I don't know what that's dude, supposed to mean here. Hey, hey, don't get me wrong. He's fire. He's fire. Like he is. He is unreal. But, but I think Kanye is a goat. <laughs> okay. I mean, I, I think Kanye is a goat. I think Kanye is a goat. But I don't think. I don't really think that's like. I mean, yeah, it's a little controversial, right? Everyone has their own opinion, but if I don't think that's outlandish. If we're going, if we're going the last twenty years, and that's longer than I've been, any of us have been alive. Yeah, yeah. Right. Then I think I think Kanye's a goat. But if we're going the last three, four, five years, I think Drake's probably got him beat. Yeah, Drake's probably that's, got that's him beat. That's fair. How did you guys, when he dropped views and kind of switched it from his vibe? His, yeah, he switched his vibe. Yeah. How did you guys feel about that? I don't know. I didn't really like it. I didn't like the change. I think he matured. I think yeah, in a way yeah. he matured, um, just because he used to do these these just go 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 like no no break. Yeah, all type gas. songs. Yeah. And now he's taking a step back and he's putting he's like putting stories in his songs. Yeah. And if you if you watch a lot of his music videos, they work so well with his uh, with his music and we all know he's a flashy guy. Like yeah, very, his, his mansions, his cars, like he raps about these things and it's not just it's not just like going on the surface just saying I got cars, I got houses. It's it's really going in going in detail and he's mm-hmm. very good with his words. Yeah, that's true. Well to answer your question, Tim, for me, I mean uh, that album came out in 2016, and that I mean, that was what the peak year that everybody yeah, says. Yeah, that was yeah, number 16. Pinnacle of music, yeah. to be honest. Like mm-hmm. that's I mean, 16. That the album views had so many hits. I mean, you just everybody knows Hotline Bling. No okay. matter, yeah, no matter. Okay, how okay, old okay. You were, okay. No, hold on, hold on. Hotline Bling. <laughs> it doesn't how matter old how old you were. You could be six you, years old you could, to yeah. 40 years old. As soon as you heard that beat come on, that you know. You yeah. know, every yeah. time. Every, you, know. you you were like, oh, this is about to be a banger. Like, yeah, I knew that one, man. But to, to cater to you, what you were saying, I think, Jackson, um, Drake, when he changed that style, he kind of changed with the game, mm-hmm. you know? He w- he was those, like, not drill music, but it was like... It was it's all gas. All gas, yeah. I mean, I mean I you got was... energy, which is just boom, 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 which is facts. And then when, like... He came out with you got Marvin's room where he was catering to like the well, sad beat. Marvin yeah, that was that, Mar- that gets Marvin me my feels. Beat. Beat. Okay, but, but then we when you talk about Mar- Marvin's room came out first. So before it did, it, it did. Was, it was slow. He goes back and it was, forth. He does. Exactly. That's how I was going to say. I was going to say. I was going to say. So like it started off, you know, with the slower vibe, right? With like Marvin's room, that whole like that whole album. Thank me later, and. Thank you later. Take care. And then nothing was the same. He started to kind of switch vibes. Mm-hmm. I mean, he yeah. still said like, like hey, we're we're going home like that one. But he also still had other songs like Worst Behavior on there, right? Like he he started to switch there. And then if you're reading this, it's too late. And what a time to be alive. Yeah, those They're those fire. two were fire, fire albums. Fire. And, then, and he switched his vibe back on views. Yeah, and I think. But I right think now that's... he's like dropping heart. Like he's yeah, dropping and I think songs, that's I mean. a big reason why he's been so successful is. If you want to be successful in the game, you've got to you've got to change with the game. Right? Yeah. Like I, people, it's I mean it's the sad truth. Like people like what's what's hype. And yeah. What's what's yeah. popular and and if you aren't pushing out these songs that kind of align with the hype, you're probably not going to be as successful. And that's one thing that Drake does. He's 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 aligned himself with the with the hype and um, he kind of owns the hype. I mean, at yeah, times oh, he's been—he's always been on top, yeah. and that's a—that's a big reason why I think he's mm-hmm. been so successful 100%. as a whole. I mean, I he's got a whole—he's got an NBA-sized basketball court in his house. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. you can't you, complain you've about seen that. He'd be at the Raptors game but every single he's gotta, game. He's got to—he's got to be doing something. Right. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Like, yeah. Geez. 
I agree. Um, we we could spend hours and hours about talking about different aspects of music here. Oh my god, it's, um, it's yeah. yeah. But I kind of want to switch gears a little bit. We got a little bit more, a couple more topics that I really want to get to. Uh, while we're before we even move on to different genres, I mean yeah. we've still been talking about yeah, hip hop and rap. Yeah. I want to take it back to the nineties, eighties, nineties. I mean okay. when rap was starting yeah. to evolve. Yep. We had a big feud. We had East Coast rap versus West Coast rap. Yeah. Obviously, none of us were alive to experience any of that. But, I mean, that was the time of Tupac versus Biggie, yeah. you know? You had those yeah. L.A. rappers versus the Atlanta, New York rappers. Um, what's your take on that? I mean, where where you guys sit? That's I mean, West Coast. I mean, hey, I, Coast, I wish Coast. I could give you, like, a... Like a full educated opinion but mm -hmm. i just i don't listen to enough tupac i listen to a little bit of biggie i'm probably gonna lead uh lean more on biggie okay but i just i don't have the the knowledge to kind of back my opinion yeah there. yeah if and we I, go into 80s and i i mean i agree with you too there like i don't really have enough knowledge but I mean, like, West Coast is best coast, right? Like, hey, 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 hey. Watch your mouth. Watch your mouth. Like, I mean, like, you think about, you think watch about old rap in yeah. NWA, Tupac. Like, okay, those okay. guys yeah. coming to, like... What about 50 like, Cent? What about 50 Cent? Come on. I mean, I mean you got a couple. Yeah, you got a couple, yeah, but I mean, I mean West I Coast. I got I to rep West Coast, too. I mean, I mean Bay yeah, from Long Beach. That's all we listen to. I mean, but let's think about it, though. I mean, that. Not. I'm not asking you to, like, talk about necessarily those 80s, 90s, early 2000s, but... They shaped the game. Mm, I mean, you got fair. guys, you, you literally got the feud still kind of between like uh, Kendrick, you know, being from Compton. And yeah. then you've got even new guys like Lil Baby being from Atlanta. Uh -huh. And they like, not necessarily those two guys going at it, but. And then, I mean, you have those people that represent their, they're always going to represent their cities. Like oh, Meek yeah. Mill with Philly. Yeah. Like, yeah. like that's Philly, a, it's yeah. a huge, it, it's kind of his image. And I guess um, like each city around the United States has their kind of their image. Like a lot yeah. of it may be a sports team. It mm. might be a celebrity. And a lot of them are hip hop artists. And yeah, like Meek, yeah. Mill, Meek Mill. Like if you look at um, the Philadelphia Toronto. Eagles warm up, they're bumping Meek Mill constantly. Yeah, like that yeah, is yeah. their image. And that's what I think is great about some of these guys is they really are the image of the city. Yeah. hundred yeah. percent. I mean, like, I, I mean, I can name a couple guys. I mean, I mean, we're in the Atlanta Jersey right now. I feel like the first, I feel like the guy that I think really reps the city in Atlanta, I might get hate for this. Kind of like Twenty One. Yeah, like, okay. oh, we, we haven't brought him up. We haven't brought him up. I know. Yeah, I know. We have not brought him up. Our boy, our boy like, Spitz down the hall loves Twenty One. Yeah, yeah. 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 I, I like him too. I, I like this older vibe better. I'm gonna be honest. Like, okay. I like this older yep. vibe better. Like the heavier stuff. Like I feel like he's always rapping about Atlanta. Yeah. 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 And, but like, but he ain't even from Atlanta. He's not even uh, from yeah, Atlanta. Okay, 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 yeah. Where's he yeah, from? Where's he from? Yeah, where's he from? Technically, I mean, from, from all the news and everything, he's from Great Britain. Right? Yes, sir, uh, overseas. Yeah, overseas. <laughs> overseas. imported over here. Yeah, all right. Yeah, he's British, I bro. Mean, yeah. Pop, pop smoke with, I mean, New York. I mean, yeah, yeah. York he's, 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 a, he's New York's image. Yeah. Well, I mean, well, one of them, don't one forget about a boogie. Okay, okay, okay. Don't forget about a boogie. I mean, I don't rock with a boogie. Hey, no lie. Like I said, West Coast is best. Hold on, hold on. Wait, what you gotta say? What you gotta say? No lie. I mean, I'd put Pop Smoke above a boogie. I agree. Okay, I'm not gonna argue that. I do too. I do too. But I mean, you gotta go. You gotta go back to what was the song that Hello. Feature it, or it was Pop Smoke featuring Boogie. Okay. Yes, and the song. last line of Boogie's feature was, "If Pop was alive, 
He says, I'm the king of New York, yeah. but if Pop was alive, then there'd be two of us. Okay. So yeah, I mean, that's a bar. That's you know, a bar. Yeah, it's a bar. And, a bar and, he, and get, a he definitely respects Pop. I mean, rest in peace, but Pop. He's, he's, he's cocky. I mean, that's yeah, a cocky he, hey, bar. Hey, bro, you can't say Pop and forget the smoke. Honestly, bro. I mean, for we, real, haven't even, we literally haven't even talked about Pop. This is what I'm talking about. We can talk about Pop. We we can, we're definitely going to have you on a part two. We could go as many parts as we want. Music doesn't die. It's not even just rap. We could talk about so many other genres. Like, I mean... I really was into like alternative alternative rock music too. Like, yeah. that. I mean, that was a big. I mean, if you guys want to talk about uh, death metal and heavy metal, then I'm down. But I mean, hold on, hold on. We got people really like stop the rap right now. We got we don't have <laughs> hey, too much yeah, time. I'm saying, Travis Scott. Houston, <laughs> Houston, <laughs> no, bro. Okay, look, 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 look. We talked a lot about yeah. rap. Yes, sir. Demo. We're without a doubt within the next couple of weeks. We're gonna have you on a part two. Okay, bet. bet. No questions asked about that. We we gotta come back to this. But you talk, You said at the very beginning that you had a, a love for '80s music, as as I we all it. do. Love me. G- give us, give us your take on on '80s music. Okay, like, so I know that's that's the era my mom and dad listened to. Yes, sir. So and I mean, growing up, we all listened to '80s music. Same no with mine. I feel like that was like that's the golden age of music. Yeah. I mean, in the 80s. so I mean, I grew up. I grew up. My dad always listened to '80s, and I always see him, see him in the garage. I mean, cleaning the cars out, uh, making stuff. And then, or like cooking food and whatnot, just doing his things. And he'd always be listening to Duran Duran. And those guys are just like, for example, Duran Duran, Hungry Like the Wolf and Come Undone. Like those, those songs, um, it's kind of, it, I, I just get some deja vu um, every time I hear them. And it's, it's so nostalgic, um, those, those types of songs. And like other guys, like, uh, like Bon Jovi and Guns N' Roses and Twisted Sister, like mm-hmm. I can go on and on, like. I just I love it and yeah. I don't like they're so different and yeah. the way they that they manipulate beats and and stuff they they use like guitar for example yeah. and like like me uh, Ricky and I were talking about we heard the cowbell in multiple songs and yep. somehow yep. it went hard like yeah, it, it, it worked, it worked. It the cow, somehow the cowbell went hard yeah well I mean think about this man you named you named a lot of excellent musicians these artists are unreal. Everybody has to have appreciation for that kind of music. Oh, oh! Yeah. I mean, the difference—the difference of quality. I've never met someone if I if like if that comes on. I I don't think I've ever met someone who says turn this off. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, That's exactly. what I like. I, yeah, these guys are they're singing these guys and girls because obviously there's really good female yeah, artists back course, then too. But they 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 sang without loads of auto tune. They played live music yes. at concerts. You know, exactly. yeah. nowadays these guys are playing beats with. And their lip syncing and stuff, but these rock and roll guys were. I mean, we talk Ooh, about yeah. different guitar soloists, but these guys were Eddie go Van Halen, baby. My boy, Eruption. I remember playing Eruption. Guitar Hero. I bought the Van Halen special, like, yep. edition one just to play the Van, T- Van Halen song. I mean, Eruption, the, greatest greatest guitar solo ever. I know. <laughs> a couple years ago. controversial for <laughs> yeah, some, yeah, but, yeah, yeah. but I mean, I'm not. I like it. I'm confident well, with, my, with my opinions. I, I mean, and then, like, you know, Lollapalooza is a big deal for everyone, right? Exactly. Chicago. And exactly. I remember a couple years ago, they had the Red Hot Chili Peppers and they had Jane's Addiction there. My dad was a big Jane's Addiction fan. Like, mm-hmm. you know, and he was, he, he's, a, he, I mean, he's an older guy, like not that old, but, you know, too old to be attending these festivals, right? But he's like, he was willing to buy a ticket just to go see Jane's Addiction, right? Exactly. Like, that's how good, like, these got like, these bands are, you know, like, yeah, I mean they're timeless. And another thing, and another thing that, um, or person I should say that we haven't even brought up, which is kind of surprising, is is 
is Michael Jackson. I was literally, literally yeah. just about to talk like, about Michael Jackson. Like Michael Jackson, he is. I, I, you the can't king even, of pop. You, the king of pop. You man. can't put him into words just because. He's... Um, taking taking away all of the of his personal life problems yeah. and things, just talking about music, he is one of the greatest. He, no, I, no, no. He is he the greatest. Is, he could be the greatest. Yeah. He is the greatest. He took he took the title from Elvis. I mean, Elvis was obviously the king of rock, but okay. then for his era, he yes, was the sir. king of pop. Yes, sir. And mm-hmm. there was no, for a pop mm-hmm. artist, there was nobody comparable for that title. You can't. Just the way, the way he moved on stage, the way he could manipulate his voice and his image. And I've seen, I've seen these documentaries and videos about him. Like, he would go into these antique stores and the money he had and the money he blew was just unreal. He would go into his antique stores, point at different paintings, point at these different uh, sculptures, and just buy them all. And his image and uh, the things that he did was just crazy. It's for the people, dude. I mean, yeah, a lot of people. Real. I mean, they they sleep on that fact. I mean, they hear these uh, accusations that we obviously know what he will ever really know. But uh, he 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 was a good guy at heart. I mean, I I don't know. I mean, I've watched the documentary. I feel like it was another one of those things, you know, like mental health. Yeah, he's like he definitely struggled. Kurt Cobain yeah. to like, you know, like a lot of these guys deal with that stuff and I don't think that gets enough attention, but like that's a whole nother story the, for a whole dude, it's, yeah, the, yeah, it's the life like, of being a musician, man. It's, it's hard. It's think tough. about what he's got going. Top, I mean, it's hard. You, you've you've got to mentally be on top too and to, yeah. make, to maintain that is, I can't even, I can't even imagine. Oh, man. Yeah, that's but staying stand on topic of Michael Jackson music. I mean, you still got dudes trying to moonwalk, bro. I was like, uh, yeah, yeah, I think I'd say like, he's he's got dudes creating a circle it's trying iconic. to moonwalk still. Like, he's, he is the icon. Like, well, people want to be Michael. Like, I want to be like Mike or like Michael Jordan. But, yeah, I mean, but, you could I mean, very well apply that to Michael Jackson, too. Well, like, think about this. We talked about guys staying in the game for a while. Michael Jackson started Jackson Five. What seventy two or seventy three? I mean, yeah, he was a he was bad. a little he was a little boy, a little kid, and then he, he made he music. made music not only just music but pop hits until two thousand twelve when he died. Yeah, it's it, like, it's, it's, it's it's unreal. It's timeless. It's unreal. That's timeless. literally decades of absolute no iconic one, music. No one's doing that. Like you. No, no one like, ever it, has done. I, that. I know, like, and no one else will ever do that. You right. tell me, like, right now, someone like you. If you looked at me right now and said Polo G is going to make 40 years of music, I'd laugh at you. I would just, I would look, I would look at you in the eyes and I would laugh at you. Like, no one, no one has done that and no one will ever do it again. No. Like, it's as simple as I agree. that. I agree. It's, it's, it's hard to do at this point. Yeah. And, and a lot of the things he did was, he was not only a musician, but I don't know if, if you guys know the song, They Don't Care About Us. Oh, Michael of course. Jackson. Of course. It's, of course, one of his, it's, I wouldn't say it's, it's his, one of his mainstream songs, but if you look at the music video, yeah, I think it's one of the greatest music videos ever. It's, it's, it's in a, it's in a prison mm-hmm. or a jail, and he has hundreds of of inmates dancing um, simultaneously to this song, and the lyrics go perfect. It like the fact that these these inmates are saying they don't care about us, the um, like the idea that the community and and society doesn't care about these inmates, and Michael Jackson being an image for them and standing up for them was yeah. was huge at that time period. Yeah. Michael Jackson was—he was more than just an artist. I mean, hundred percent. I don't know if either of you guys have ever seen the movie Captain Neo. I—I'm I, not. Yeah, it's so it's a it's a Disney movie that plays. You, sorry, is it on Disney Plus? We I mean, I have that music and watch that. <laughs> no, no, it's it's it was only played at oh, Disneyland. Uh, right, oh oh sorry, yeah, no, I, I, mean, I, I didn't know. I, I didn't know if it was one no, of those no. like 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 Disney documentaries that like yeah. don't really get shown. I, 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 no, no, I'm, you're good. I'm you're good. It's uh, it was like a space time movie where right, he goes right. and. It's only like 35 minutes long, oh, okay. I think. 
but uh, it was it was such a great movie. It was one of one of my favorite short films, and then also the movie This Is It, kind of like the documentary based on Michael Jackson's life, and you kind of got to see what it was like to do a show as Michael Jackson. You and know? and going off of that, some of these movies of these old time artists, like I don't know if you guys seen The Dirt. Yeah. Um, it's on Netflix. Yeah. The Motley Crew, like go, it, it's a very, it's a very, how do we say it? It's a very inappropriate movie. I mean, mm-hmm. it's not for everyone. It's definitely the movie's definitely not for everyone, but right. it's it's a phenomenal way to kind of look at the culture and um, how they how they lived, and it's it's unreal how some of these movies can be um, so, like they can be so important mm-hmm. to us and even now. Like yeah, the Motley Crew yeah. is. I don't, I don't know how old, but yeah, I mean, those, those things are still, still very valid. Some remaster, so. I mean, yeah. one of my favorite movies, Bohemian Rhapsody, right? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah, such like, a classic yeah. song that comes, like, everyone knows that song. Mm-hmm, exactly. I feel like, like, seeing, like, that movie, Freddie Mercury, like, seeing his life, I think like, it was just, like, a cool movie to watch to understand, too. Yeah. And I think, like, making, making movies about, like, Guys like that, like I think that's cool. It's it's, it's awesome. Cool. I mean, you got to give credit to these producers who get these guys and they, they get these ideas because they make these movies to show the, the regular people the ups and downs of uh, of life. You know, like a, of a performer, of an artist, and a lot of people don't realize that they see. I mean, a lot of kids now, young kids that are getting into hip hop, they see all these guys driving fancy cars, yep. driving. That's, they got all the money. They've got. Everything they, they want to buy, they got all the designer, and a lot of them aren't even aren't even rich. Right, it, like, it's a stunt. Just, yeah, it's a it, stunt. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, I mean it's all for rent, and um, so kind of to move move uh, back a little bit more from that, um, a lot of these, I guess I guess you wouldn't call it heavy metal, but a mm-hmm. lot of more rock, like our boy Ozzy Osbourne. Ozzy, okay. Um, yeah. I mean, he, he was even featured on a recent track with Post Malone. Exactly. And, yeah. Yeah. Like, these, are the, yeah. these are the things, we haven't even mentioned Post Malone, but like these are the things that the modern day um, hip-hop artists can merge with these old-timers yeah. and make these absolute bangers, because I think it's Take What You Want From Me is a yep. song, yep. and they go crazy. Yeah. Like, it is phenomenal, and like songs, like his song No More Tears, and uh, and Mr. Crowley, like, it's just, yes. it's just unreal. It's unreal how they, how they can manipulate, um, soundtracks like that. Yeah, I mean, this definitely, I, I mean, we've been on this for a while. I mean, we could sit here and talk for two days straight yeah. if yeah. we wanted to. But so I think we might have to kind of wrap it up. Yeah, that's what I'm going to have to wrap it up. I, we might tell everyone part two. I'm yeah. down, I'm down. Yeah, Jackson, uh, <laughs> guys, this was a, one of our, actually, our longest episode to date, um, we, we had a lot of fun with this one. It wasn't uh, the same type of thing where we, we do an interview about your life and your, your athletic career. I mean, this time we talked about something we're all passionate about. Yes, know? sir. I had a lot of fun. I'm sure you guys had a lot of fun, oh, too. Yeah. Um, and like, like we both said already, part two is on the way. Mo That's mu- oh, oh yes, sir. Inevitable. Mo, mo music, mo problems. <laughs> <laughs> Jackson, uh, yeah, thank I, had, you. I had a great time. Yeah, thank you so much for getting on the show. Uh, anybody have any Last comments before I close it out. No, I just want to thank Jackson for coming on the show. Thank you, listeners, for keeping it strong here. Yeah, and I got got a lot more stuff to share, so I'm excited for this part, too. All righty. We'll uh, we'll keep you posted. And, uh, guys, thank you for listening to uh, episode episode four of uh, After Taps, the podcast. Thank you. And uh, we're closing out on that one. Peace.